0: Tilecast, news, features, and analysis brought to you by Diary of a Tile Addict. So, hi, Joe. I, I gather you're about to go off to Sevesama um, in, in Spain, in Valencia, um, and you're hoping to see some significant tile trends there what makes you think you might see something different there
1: okay well i think the interesting thing about this time of the year is that there are three tile shows happening, bang one after the other so we start with seversama then there's a couple of weeks and then we're off to brazil for revestia then another few weeks and then it's going to be coverings in orlando and what normally happens and what i'm expecting to see again this year is that at the end of September, of the big Italian event, sets out the trends, but it also is, runs quite, quite a few kites are sent flying there, i.e. kind of new designs that people are trialling. They're not actually in production. They wait till they see, get the feedback from the visitors to, to Italy, and then with the Spanish show, they've refined that down to the ones that they really think have got commercial legs. And so that's where you see the trends at, at Sevesama.
0: And so you, you've got this list of 10 trends in front of you um, that you've, you've given me a copy of. Um, they look quite intriguing titles. I've got to ask you Emerald City Tile Trend?
1: Okay, right. This, this list has been put together by the organisers of Coverings. Um, and basically, it is the aggregated views of Comfort Industria Ceramica from Italy. Tile of Spain on Assair from Spain and the North American Tile Council from America. And these trade associations, who've obviously got a tremendous amount of data and expertise to draw on, have come up with 10 trends that they are predicting they'll see at coverings. But obviously you're just as likely to see them at the other shows as well, albeit through the slight um, prism of the particular expertise of the different countries that these exhibitions are held at. So that's where they've come from. Um, And as you say, there's some intriguing titles. um, And I think, you know, we should just run through them basically one by one. Oh, start with
0: Emerald City. That sounds so good. That sounds so Wizard (coughs) of Oz. It's got to be something good
1: there. Okay, Emerald City. I don't quite know where the city bit comes from, but the Emerald bit I get. This is basically the trend that's all about green. And if you'd have seen what Tile Addict has said about uh, GSI last year, Green was one of the key highlight covers and we particularly made a point about sage green tiles there. But in Emerald City, what these three trade associations are bringing together are jade tiles, sage tiles, mint tiles and aloe, which is probably the the green colour that doesn't really resonate in the UK. But basically they are saying that, and this is green both as uh, plain glazed tiles, but also they're uh, alluding to the use of saturated colours, the big palms, the uh, Delicia Monstera that we've seen all over the place with the tropical foliage that's been such a theme for years. But they're also referencing the exotic stones, and this is another thing we've we have spoken about quite a lot on Tile like green onyx um, and Patagonian green marbles. But within this emerald city thing they have thrown in some rather more subtle ones which um such as the muted shades of green and small format tiles and what they have called the subtle textures of moroccan plaster um for me if you say moroccan plaster you're not talking green but i kind of get what they're talking about it's that that particular type of green which maybe is more like a mossy wall than um the kind of plaster I would associate with Morocco,
0: but Moroccan plaster very much like Venetian plaster, <laughs> which you have been talking about fairly recently. So maybe you're you're certainly on the trends here. Okay, well I'll I'll fair now. I'll let you start because that was number five. So okay, let's start at number one: bricks tiles. Okay,
1: red. well bricks. Um, this is I think two two trends in one. One is the format of bricks, which has obviously been around for a long time, and the other one is bricks the texture, the color, the tone, the, uh, the traditional material. Um, and I think what this trend is talking to is really, it's a, a small format tile that you can stack horizontally or vertical, vertically or use in different patterns like chevrons or herringbone. But it is also something that has a great textural surfaces, um, interesting glaze effects. And it's playing into the sort of artisanal authenticity that is really the dominant trend in tiles today.
0: But as much about the shape of a brick as uh, an actual colour or exactly, it's both. It's both things really. But um,
1: it it is it is quite possible to have a brick tile that doesn't look anything like a brick. Mm. Um, Then there there are three other trends that they've brought together: Um, cemented wood look and enduring elegance. Now, I would say that these are, yes, they're a trend, but they are also very much the meat and drink for the tile industry. So what we're talking about are cement effect tiles, very good reproductions of marble tiles, and very good <laughs> reproduction of timber tiles, timber effects. And these have been absolutely the sort of the lifeblood of tiles for, well, I should say, the last 15 years. If, and in terms of marble, way beyond that. What has happened is, though, that digital decoration means they've got more and more sophisticated. And so with the cement ones, you're getting that sort of patination, the aged effect, that industrial chic, all the things that the sort of it started with a New York loft look and now has just come into something that can work in, in gardens as, just as well as it, it'll work in a, an office building. Um, the same with the wood look. We're now, one of the things we've seen, obviously, and I'm sorry if I keep banging on about it, but sinking inks. So you're getting the pattern and the texture in total synchronicity. So you get a very authentic look. And the same thing is happening with marble, So you can actually see and feel the grain patterns. Um, so I think that's that's basically what, what the trade association is to talk about here. It's subtle advances in... What are very traditional best sellers for the tile sector?
0: And you put this cobbled tile trend in with that category, or is that a little bit specialist? Well,
1: you could do because we're here, we're talking about you know, terrazzo effects and some of the mosaic effects. I think what they're particularly alluding to here is the, the kind of tiles that have a very strong historical association. Again, another kind of example of timeless design but where they are taking a material that maybe wouldn't be that practical um, for a modern housing or a modern office building or a modern shop, but they're delivering it in porcelain so it can withstand heavy foot traffic, stiletto heels, wheel traffic, that sort of thing. So again, this is perhaps as much about the practical applications of tiles as it is about the aesthetic.
0: So the, the cobblestone would be one that you could actually walk on without breaking an ankle... I, well, I think
1: right. either breaking ankle or breaking a tile, depending on yeah, how you walk yeah. on it.
0: OK, well, let's move on then. That takes us down to number six, Enduring Elegance.
1: Right, as I say, this is this is really the one that speaks to the advances in modern marbles. So, yeah, I think we've covered that one.
0: OK. Um, And Mother Nature-inspired indoor-outdoor tile trend, which okay. presumably also, to a certain degree, you've covered with well, the I, greens,
1: but... No, I don't think you have. The Mother Nature one... What this is, is really is the latest generation where there used to be, if you had a 20mm outdoor tile and a a matching 9mm indoor tile, actually you put them side by side, they looked different. The reason they looked different was the surface texture and the way that had to be applied meant that they they weren't identical. And so you would see the, the joint between indoor and outdoor living. Well, with the modern day methods you can actually literally produce a sort of seamless transition from inside to out. And there are different ways of doing it. One of them are the new ultra smooth non-slip surfaces. So you don't get the same texture difference and you don't the light doesn't catch it differently. Um, and then there are also the fact that you can now produce tiles of different thickness on the continuous pressing machine. So nine mil, 20 mil, 30 mil, essentially you're producing the same tile just thicker um, and so you can get seamless finishes. That being said, you still need all the things you always needed, like expansion joints or whatever, but you can exp- you can hide those quite cleverly if, uh, if you know what you're doing. But there is absolutely no doubt that this is a, a, a dominant trend, and not just in tiling, this is a dominant trend in domestic architecture generally, and it's been given a huge kick or an impetus by the coronavirus pandemic because people have been working from home they've begun to really appreciate uh, being able to work outdoors eat outdoors expand their parameters their living space plus um, we're seeing a lot more al fresco dining and people making better use of their external spaces in commercial buildings so uh, this is this is uh, a trend but it's not going to be going going away anytime soon i think this one's set to run and run
0: OK, so maybe that the sensory seduction is a little bit more of a new one. Um,
1: yeah, I, I, I really like the concept of this one, but it's, it's quite an elusive concept to get your head around. But basically what we're talking about here is that some of the very best new, new designs are extremely tactile and the cleverness in the detail has to be felt as well as seen. Um, so again, we're talking to some of these techniques like uh sinking inks or digital glues so that you can produce the, a, a texture that you can feel as well as you can see it um,
0: so have we got a flock wallpaper towel coming anytime
1: soon uh, I, I suspect it's quite possible but you're certainly <laughs> seeing some some other um, some other fun t- tiles um, one of the ones you can see now is you can you can lay these in a in a pattern so yes, you can produce extremely good imitations of woven fabrics quite remarkably good and when you run your hand over them it's like wow, that's a tile. Mm. Um, you can literally feel the stitching on them. that's amazing. Um, but you can also produce quite rough uh, rough surface finishes um, th- a lot of things are like in you know, a, sp- a split. Uh, stone effect um, which just wouldn't have been possible a few years ago because you couldn't print on three-dimensional surfaces but you can do that digitally you couldn't do it with a silk screen but you can do it with a digital inkjet Uh, so that's that's really good Mm. Um, and I think we will see more of it that it's it's expensive some of this technology so it hasn't been widely adopted as yet. Um, no. and it won't be widely adopted until everyone's convinced there's a real market for it but there will always be a few pioneering companies that will push the boat
0: mm. out But it might be a while before we're hearing about thread count on tiles I
1: think I, I suspect it will be uh, and it has to be said that some of the early experiments in um, fabric effect tiles were some of the most hideous things I have ever seen <laughs> um, I do remember one particular green carpet um, from a a tile company that will remain nameless which was jaw-droppingly horrible um (laughs) but that and that was several years ago and that was actually pre the the current generation of things. so i don't think it's i don't think it's going to be for everyone
0: although number nine is the 70s tile trend so who knows
1: oh well yes now the 70s there's an interesting uh decade for design because it's so um it's such a there's such a as it say a decade defined by dichotomies, um, so this it this tile trend celebrates both the spectacular the sort of glam rock element of the 70s flashy prints metallic accessories, but it also is a period when a lot of people were looking towards the more natural, and so the kind of things that we're seeing now are materials that are recalling sailing lifestyles stripes wavy patterns wood panelling earthy tones pop art groovy man mm, and okay. it's coming back so yeah. austin powell's powers but um
0: with and a, a bit, bit of, of taste. Peace, yeah, yeah. undulated tile trend what does that mean
1: right okay um yeah I, I have to say of all the the 10 trends that these three tile associations came out this is the one that is the most nebulous. Were they you know? just
0: trying to
1: get ten? I could could have been. They no, were just trying <laughs> to get ten, um, because basically, you know, I don't think you can say a tile which has got an undulating surface is really a trend, because they've been around forever. Admittedly, some of the earlier ones were produced by accident rather than by design, but th- there there is a slight return. I have seen this to super thick, ultra glossy glazes, and I. I used to really like those. They 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 were a thing for a while where they'd, they'd apply it really thick and it would kind of run off the tile as it was fired and and give you a, a look like a kind of glazed cake um as much as the tile. And if you put that onto a a, a bumpy biscuit it does look very attractive. Okay. But I think what what this trend what they are really talking about here is the tile that that's made in an enormous factory that actually looks like it was made by an artisan in a a small craft workshop and that is kind of where everyone is trying to get to they want they want that artisanal look but they want to be able to produce it and make a make a good living so you know.
0: so they'll just perfect <coughs> it and then everyone will want perfectly manufactured goods again that well that's like the way staple. it goes
1: I mean you know if, if history tells you anything it's that it repeats itself um and so I mean and I've been writing about this industry for a long time so I am now starting to see the the same trends coming around for the the second time or the third time. And that's, you know, because there is probably a 10, 15-year cycle. Mm. Some things never come back, but other things actually hang around much longer than anybody predicted. I mean, I can remember when everybody said woodlook tile was just going to be a, a passing trend. Nobody was going to buy them. And then Marazzi came out with Travert Work, and it was a bestseller. And now, you know, people can't conceive of not having a large range of wood effect tiles. Mm. And now I think whatever we're searching for is what is the next trend that is going to be the must have. Well, And off, so off to Valencia and hopefully we'll see I was it. going
0: to say, I mean, now you are going to be the proof will be in the pudding, really, both at Valencia, um, then at River Steer and then at Covering. So... You'll be telling us all about those, I'm sure, when you come back. Well,
1: the one I know we are going to see more of is this sinking inks and three-dimensional pattern in tune with the visuals because I'm already being sent advance notices of the latest things some of the top factories are showing and they are all showing this. So that is going to be definitely a hot thing at Valencia. But that is the light. We're talking here about the large format slab tile manufacturers. What's going to be happening in the smaller format company, companies, um, the Savicas of this world, is anybody's guess. But I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what, um, you know, factories like Codiceye 95 are doing. OK. Um,
0: cool. Well, we'll look forward to seeing you when you come back.
1: Watch this space. Bon voyage. Or listen to this space. <laughs>
0: Thanks, you. You've been listening to Tilecast, produced by Diary of a Tile Addict. To ensure you don't miss any future episodes, don't forget to follow us. You can also find show notes and receive updates on news feeds, articles, podcasts and videos direct to your inbox by subscribing to the Diary diaryofatileaddict.com website. Get the inside track at Diary of a Tile Addict.